0: Welcome to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future. Greatest movie of all time, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Carelli, And I'm
1: Cassandra Fredrickson.
0: Today we are going back to minute 14, right? Yeah. Which starts, which starts with uh, uh, Biff dragging George McFly by the tie uh, towards the camera and ends with Biff finally gone. And uh, the McFly men about to have a very awkward and unpleasant conversation. All right. So uh, first thing we get Biff knocking on George he- George's head. His his shtick. His his uh, defining. Uh, I used to have a um a a, a friend in uh in elementary school whose mom her catchphrase was uh was was think McFly think you know use your head McFly. Oh yeah. 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 For some reason, those are always the worst people. Yep. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, if you choose Biff as your role model, yeah,
0: yeah. Who I want to be like Biff. I like That's your first that. mistake. I, I what I like to imagine, um, how this bit came about, came 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 by, was because originally it was supposed to be a noogie. But they didn't want to mess up George's hair or get all that hair oil in on Biff's knuckles. So yeah. they turned it into the 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 knocking thing. Yeah, which is so much more like you know, like specific and fun. Right. And also his head makes a really weird noise. Well <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Foley Artists. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get it? Did you get the hair? I'm, uh <laughs> I'm Robert Samantis so uh so George does Biffs reports for him I want to know what re- what these reports are and I want to know what they do um in my mind in my head canon uh, they're both g men G men yeah <laughs> like they're, they're both the guys that like visit uh agent Mulder in the bathroom stalls oh okay they're like men yeah. in black yeah. Now, Mulder, we don't want you going off to Omaha to meddle where you don't need to be meddling. <laughs> just stay right here in Washington. I, I like C. that your your George impression has a <laughs> has sort of like a Wisconsin sort of <laughs> flair <laughs> to his accent. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, these X-files here are're you're fixing to be pretty classified. <laughs> Would you like some cheese? George Nygaard is kind of the uh, the George McFly of uh, Coen Brothers movies of, of Coen Brothers movies you know? <laughs> of crime cinema. Lester Nygaard. I was, I was actually I was getting a pretty uh, Lester Nygaard-y uh, re- uh, vibe with uh, George and Biff, you know, because he has that he has that bully. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. That is true. If uh, only things ended up as whimsically for them as it does for uh, for George and Biff, right? Cassandra, what do you uh, what do you think they do?
1: What do I think? Oh, what do they? do?
0: Yeah, what their That's
1: job is? Boring. Because, like, I don't know. My question mm-hmm. is like, it's not even the fact that he needs to copy the reports by hand. He has someone else that he bullies into typing them up for him. <laughs> yeah. Like, does he just have a ring of people that he extorts? Like he's extorted for the past twenty years. Like, who is the other George McFly that's like, "Hey, type these up for me." Like, did he wreck his car first and is like, "Hey, McFly, I need your car." Like,
0: George's is the backup, backup. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Also, Biff is a uh, terrible, uh, ter- terrible at driving cars. Just terrible.
1: Yes. Is oh, it- yeah. Is it like a is it like a Scott Pilgrim situation where Biff just has like seven evil like, <laughs> like people he's just like ruined his like their lives for so the past twenty years they all like gang up and just murder
0: him. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna I want like, that yeah. movie. <laughs> Biff can <Cannon> and must die. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for that movie. Do it up. Let's make it happen. That yeah. that that'd be a that'd be a hell of a fan film. Um, I mean, we've thought of, like, like eight fan films in, like, two weeks, guys. <laughs> that's weeks. true. We've already thought of, like, a Hill Valley ABC Family Pilot. Right. Fifth Tannen and Must Die. I still right. want to do, like... The Beauty and uh, the Beast uh, book yeah. people. <laughs> oh, yeah, those two. <laughs> yeah. I still really want to do, like, you know, uh, like, an, like a six-issue miniseries of, like, oh, Doc's Time in Libya. Right. Doc's Time in Libya. Totally. Yeah. Yeah adventures in Libya adventures in Libya adventures in Baby City. yeah um, what the hell is uh what is that his wallet or like 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 and like what's in George's pocket in his pocket square I don't know I just assume like pens and stuff it, it almost looks like Because this cards it kind of looks like a like the back of a like chocolate pop tart maybe it's the <laughs> maybe it's the holder and there's actually nothing in it like his, maybe it's
1: his, like a, keep... like a pocket protector.
0: Right. That's what I was like. That's what I meant. Like the yeah. like an empty pocket protector. Oh, it's like where he keeps his glasses. Maybe. Yeah. Like oh, his glasses yeah. and his pens and stuff. And... Yeah. Maybe it's a maybe it's a tiny gun. It's <laughs> <laughs> just every morning, George is like, today, today, day. today's the day, <laughs> oh, today's the day. <laughs> oh, George, today's the day. What are you saying, George? What, Lorraine? <laughs> You're talking to you oh god again. stop spoiling my favorite george line <laughs> it's the best um so uh so biff sleeps in on saturdays of course yeah um it it's not, it it not oh that, that answers not... our question because remember we were wondering what day of the week this was it's friday yeah it's, it's definitely friday we theorized it was friday and now we know it's definitely friday because George says, I'll get them done tonight and bring it to you first thing in the morning. And Biff says, not too early. I sleep I in sleep on, Saturday. on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So there we go. This is taking place Friday night. And also it makes sense because Friday night is totally like, you know, drive out to make out point. God. Yeah. Well, except that that's happening tomorrow night, Saturday night. Friday nights are for
1: grandma's house. Yeah. Friday, yeah, night,
0: Friday. Friday night dinners. Yeah. There you go. Two more girls. <laughs>
1: Got another that, one in, yes. That,
0: that's what they're doing. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Uh, maybe that's why Jennifer's dad was so on edge. He hates he hates Friday dinners. He hates the Friday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your mother is and, Rory, your grandmother. That means that Jennifer should be with the biking, the guy on the bicycle reading the book. <laughs> yeah, that's his. That's his. Guys, that's, we figured well, this movie out. <laughs> maybe Marty is kind of like the Chad Michael Murray kind of character. <laughs> The one that she shouldn't be with, but he's, it's just no. It's he's the Jess. He's Jess. Oh, he's Jess. Okay. Yeah. I, for, I forgot which one of Roy's shitty boyfriends Marty is supposed to be. <laughs> well, she, he'd either be <laughs> Je- Jess or Dean, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Actually, he'd probably be closer to Dean than Jess because he would need to be related to Lou, the the aerobics guy, or the or the rib guy. Is this like that thing in Week One where I tried to make the people in Doc's garage Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. I'm glad that you're not impervious to it. <laughs> All the inanimate objects. Sure. <laughs> These weird robots. Um, there's a. If we go to back to 1342, mm-hmm. uh, there is a strange box of cereal on the top of the fridge called Coco Caspers. Oh. Which I've never heard of. That's fun. Oh, speaking but, of the refrigerator. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, uh, but on the uh, cereal box is uh, very clearly the iconic images of uh, Smack Crackle and Pop. Mm. But the cereal's called Coco Caspers, so I don't really know what's going on with that. That's that's bizarre. So, it, I mean, I'm I'm not crazy, right? Thirteen forty two. That 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 that's that Smack Crackle and Pop. See Wait, is it? It's not Smack crack, It's It's Snap, crack. snap not, yeah.
1: it's smack, smack.
0: Crackle and Pop. No, that says what Cocoa the, Krispies, buddy. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm blind that <laughs> I thought it said Cocoa Caspers. No, it's Cocoa Krispies. And that <laughs> is Snap lot. Crackle and Pop because they are the spokesman of Cocoa Krispies. <laughs> okay, so I'm just, I'm insane. All right.
1: There's a lot of product placement in this
0: movie. Oh, yeah, there's a ton. Like,
1: well, rewatching it today.
0: Texaco, Coco Caspers. Thanks so much. There's well, there's this there's this really funny gag that I've never noticed before until you're scrutinizing it minute by minute. But <laughs> the bit where Biff opens the refrigerator and he says, uh, "I have the car towed all the way to your house," which, first of all, <laughs> that's uh, okay. Number one, yeah. I don't. I'm not convinced you paid for it, Biff. And yeah. and two, you didn't drive the tow truck. You had it <laughs> towed. Yeah. You just sat in, like, the, 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 the passenger seat. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really funny. But he says, I had your car towed all the way to your house, and all you've got for me is light beer. And he pulls out that, that beer, and he, like, shakes no it light. out or whatever. But what's really right. funny is if you look in the refrigerator door, there is Budweiser. There's Budweiser. There's non-light beer in the refrigerator yeah. door. He just doesn't. He's too stupid, like, to look to the left. Yeah. And George gets his revenge by not telling him about it. You son of a bitch! You didn't get my Budweiser. Oh, man, I got it's one today. Just a, it's a really funny Biff, gag to me. I don't know. If Tannen, you you didn't beat me today. You <laughs> still have six Budweisers in my fridge. Now he now he sounds slightly like Ronald Reagan. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, um. So so yeah. So there's there's Budweiser in the door of the fridge. Also, I, I'm always going to be in love with uh, Crispin Glover's, like, weird, like, Buddy Holly delivery of, uh, "I'll get it over to your, to your, get in there first thing in the morning. Oh, yeah. This weird little... I just like how he always holds his back. Like, he's in constant <laughs> yeah. agony. Just constant agony of just, like, living on his knees all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just trying to get us an explicit tag without saying anything bad. You just man. You're you're really pushing hard for for that gif canon, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's my new canon. It's my new ATP. Um Is the relationship between um Biff and George more or less abusive than the relationship between Belle and Beast? Could talk about it in the comments email
1: thought I
0: thought you were going to say Bella and Edward and I was like, I don't know. George and Beast
1: are kind of, I mean, George and Beast.
0: I mean, it's not inaccurate. That's a great, that's a movie. Can you imagine if like instead of Belle, like Maurice had like a son that was George? (laughs) Wow. There's something there I didn't notice there. (laughs) So there's there's this moment where, because Biff comes walking right up to Marty.
1: And yeah, Marty like, kind of um, gives him
0: the stare down. And there's this beat where that's happening. And, like, as he's walking up, there's this beat where Biff seems to, like, be sort of embarrassed and a little guilty about having done all of that in front of him. I know. Like, there is this kind of, like, if you look at, like, 347 or 1347-48, yeah. there is this kind of, like, oh, man, I just. But, but then he doubles down. He's yeah, just like, well, he's it's, like, it's no. too late. I'm 48 years old. It's too late. There's no it's going back. To, it's too late. There's a lot of there's a lot of human humanity going on in those like three seconds from Thomas L. Wilson. Oh yeah. Or it's like, is it shame? Is it fear? Like, is he kind of because maybe he hasn't he doesn't know if he's broken Marty yet the way that he's broken George. Right. So it's like I don't know. I don't know if this guy will take my my crap the way that George does. You know. Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's
1: weird. It's weird seeing like a like a fifty year old dude like respect a teenager more than like his, <laughs> parents, his you know? dad. Yeah, like it's a little uncomfortable.
0: It's also just a weird position to be like, yeah, you just saw me like totally dominate your dad, right? <laughs> yeah. Totally. And M- Marty's cool, which is not. Yeah, a like thing Marty's that they... not a nerd. Like he's Cause, very... cause the one you know who we never see Biff interact with in any of the movies. Anyone who's cool. Yeah, we you know, don't really like, know where we don't know who the cool people are at Hill Valley High because it's not Biff. Biff is the 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 bully. the bully. He's not like the cool guy. He's like Binky <laughs> and Arthur. Nobody likes Binky, right? So who's the cool guy at Hill Valley High in '55? It's Marty. You know who's like who's like the John Travolta? Yeah, who who who's who, we never meet like the Danny Zuko of Hill Valley, right? Yeah, maybe Hill Valley is like a school without Danny Zuko. It's just all Eugenes, and that's and... why maybe that's why Marty becomes such a important part of the school like yeah it's like uh, right, oh my the god ecosystem right away is, is, he's automatically the like like just the most the hottest guy in hill valley high just the coolest guy look at him i mean yeah what a dream boat. what a dream boat. <laughs> calvin calvin klein yeah um so do you guys uh do you guys do you guys notice the t- candy dish
1: yeah yes <laughs> it's
0: like empty it's like the OG version of uh, Kip's nachos in Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, because he just takes – I mean he takes a full handful every time he digs into that candy dish. Didn't, which, maybe that candy dish is just for Biff. Maybe. maybe It's, it's, the like, st- it's, like, it's like they're <laughs> it's offering like an to offering, Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their tribute. Please.
1: We got to appease the cops. Just leave us <laughs> alone.
0: Maybe <laughs> yeah. if we put this candy dish near the door, he'll just take the candy and leave rum, rum, rum. <laughs> Oh, with the great and powerful. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure—at least it seems to me—that the candy dish is peanut M and M's, which means that Biff's has the worst breath imaginable. Of oh course. Like, like there's only there. There are two foods that make your breath ta- smell the absolute worst, and it's Doritos. <laughs> Doritos and peanut M and M's are the yeah. worst. Like maybe maybe George like just licks them every morning, before Biff. It's <laughs> like this quiet little like. Hey, uh, hey, hey, George! Why don't these M and M's have any M's on them? Oh, I, I don't know, Biff. Maybe you're they, not. They had it. You're, not, had you're M- not. getting me. You're not getting me that generic shit, are you, George? No, <laughs> Biff. Why wouldn't do that? They had M's this morning. Maybe they melted off in the heat of the room. You know the M and M's. They don't melt. They, don't, they melt in your mouth, not in your hand. You know what that tells me? Oh, Biff. <laughs> You're, you're just seeing things again. <laughs> um, I want to know what happens if, like, you know, if they ever <laughs> run out without, you know, before, like, you know, without time to go get new ones, you know? Mm-hmm. Lorraine. Lorraine, why you know, is the him. candy dish empty? I didn't
1: have time to go to the store. George,
0: <laughs> I was busy making dinner.
1: What, Lorraine? What, Lorraine? <laughs> what? Maybe he, like... Because it looks like an Easter one. It looks like an Easter egg, right? Maybe he just, like, throws it across the room. So they've gone through, like, a Christmas one and a Halloween <laughs> one. And, like, this one's the one that's lasted the longest. They're like, okay, yeah. we'll just leave it out.
0: Because it is, it, it is October, so, like, it makes no <laughs> yeah. sense. Every time, every time Biff empties a candy dish, he smashes it on the floor like Thor. Like Thor.
1: No! i <laughs> <Another. laughs>
0: Chris um, Hemsworth as Biff would be pretty good. Cool. It would be, be pretty phenomenal. Uh, I love the – I love the, the – just the, just the pure terror and grossness of say hi to your mom for me because <laughs> from Marty's perspective, that could mean anything. Anything. He doesn't know what that means yet. Yeah. That could Is mean he... – I mean for all he knows, like – that's like part of their agreement. Is like, hey George, by the way, I get Lorraine like whenever I want. Oh, oh my god, she's like my brood sal. Or at like the or just... at the very least, it's like, yeah. And then in that world, they're all actually Biff's kids, <laughs> or or Marty's the only one that's actually George's. <laughs> this is like this is this whole movie's actually The Gift, like 15, 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spoilers for The Gift, um. uh, but. Um, that's fake enough to where you don't know what I meant. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, just a lot of, just a, there's a, there's a, if the, take away time travel, this is a pitch black story. It is. Of like, the, like the emasculation of the American man. Like, by another American man. <laughs> by another American man. <laughs> like the sort of the generation, like sort of the baby boomers or generation X kind of dealing with like the failures of the baby boomers. Yeah. Although, yeah, no, wait—is Marty—is Marty is technically Marty Generation X? Yes. I think so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he would like,
0: be like early Gen X, kind of like how you're like a very like early millennial. Right. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. That's all I got. You guys have yeah, anything else? A, a real, real bummer of a minute. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark. Do I like? I do like George looking out the window wistfully. Just like in just the, dreaming of another life. Just yeah. Like, yeah. How, <laughs> how, did it, how did it come to this? <laughs> One
1: Where day,
0: if I had just punched him, uh, at least I licked the M and M's. At least, <at> least <laughs> I have a little bit of dignity left. God, it's it's really sad when his idea of dignity <laughs> is <laughs> licking it's a bunch of M and M's behind his back in secret. <laughs> At least I have my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: he has his Budweisers and his licked Ms. The his older buddies.
0: the older son sees George doing that as he gets ready for work and just like pretends not to that, <laughs> like that. Come on. Uh, it's almost like George has to look away while Biff bullies Marty. Yeah. It's like, I can't look at it while he's while he does it to the to the boy. Oh man. That's really sad. <laughs> what a dark note to end on. Anyway, <laughs> email us at uh...
1: <laughs> How's your Thursday?
0: Yeah, when <laughs> to- do you, you know, to- has, your, has your dad ever had to look away from you? Oh my god. Uh, but it didn't even have to do with his shame for you. It was his shame in himself. <laughs> uh, back to the Uh, Leave us, leave us a review on iTunes. It's the easiest way for us to uh, sort of move up the rank, so to speak. Uh, we're an up-and-coming podcast. Um, you know, at one point, George McFly was uh, brand new at his job. Probably had a lot of ambition. He thought that his life post-high uh, school was going to be different than his life in high school. How incorrect he turned out to be. What's really uh, funny is that I'm looking away right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> doctors companion doctors Us. it's our podcast where we talk about doctor who every episode um you know george mcfly does he didn't have anybody to talk to about doctor who in his town Ugh. he just watches it every night and turns it off uh sandra is also our host <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to listen yes. to that. Subscribe to us on that. Leave reviews on iTunes. And there's even uh, there's not writing on at duelinggenre.com. And of course, Geek by Night premiering January 6th. <laughs> but you can subscribe to that right now. And even support us on Patreon if you so choose. <laughs> one more minute. We'll talk to uh, you guys on Friday. In the meantime, I'm gonna <laughs> look away in shame.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Good. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Looking away, <in> shame. <laughs> it's like he, it's like he's afraid. <laughs> that he'll meet Marty's eye while this is happening.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Uh,
0: (laughs) Okay, let's watch the next minute. (laughs) (laughs) Can't can't let the boy see me cry. (laughs) Oh, God. Alright, last minute. Here we go.